Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Untapped Podcast. My name is Jacob Gable. And my name is Jacob Ortz. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 5. Well, let's go, dude. dude. Let's do it. it. Guys, if this is your first time joining us for the Untapped Podcast, welcome and thank you for choosing us to listen to. We actually have five main formats of our podcast. First, we have Forging Fortitude episodes. In these episodes, we cover the mental side of things. Okay, we talk a lot about our anecdotal experiences as far as our mindset, our mentality, um, things we've gone through mentally and, and how we got through them. And we try to pass on that advice to you guys. Next, our last episode was this one. Physical Vitality, such a cool name. I love that name. It never gets old. In these episodes, we cover the physical side of things. Okay, you have two certified personal trainers right here, so we cover everything to do with the gym, workouts, uh, diet, outdoor workouts, you name it. We've probably done it, um, other than maybe some like ultra marathons and stuff. But yeah, yeah, maybe future. I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, one hundred percent. Guys, our final three formats are our breaking news episodes, which is a current event type of format. Um, it is when we talk about how history connects to the current day. It's how all the events, you know, that are going on the current day are pretty crazy. Mm. We sift through that for you guys. You know, we, we say, okay, like, should we really be outraged about this? Should we actually cancel Bud Light as we talked about a little bit? Um, that type of stuff guys. So our next format is our night's table episode, which is what we have today. Mm -hmm. That is a masculinity focused episode type of episode, which again, we do have a strong female listenership on those episodes, yes, we do. which is awesome because we love that you guys are all about the masculinity, you know, mm-hmm. and revival, so to speak of it. Sure. Um, sure. But yeah, those episodes focus a lot on men and how we should be strong protectors. We should be, you know, strong in the workplace, strong at home, great fathers, husbands, etc. cetera. Um, and the importance of what masculinity brings to this world. Our final format, pretty simple guys is our guest format. It's when we t- sit down and talk with somebody that brings you value could be a fitness professional entrepreneur could be anybody in a specific field that might relate to you guys as the listeners um our final thing to introduce is our producer mitchell gable hello what's going on money mitch you have uh some scratches on your arm there what happened there oh okay we're really gonna talk about that we're really gonna (laughs) do that what happened pal wolverine got me no, quit lying. Quit lying. I might have taken three or four pretty good falls during mountain biking on Tuesday. You just forget yeah. how to ride a bike? I, I pretty much. I, I literally I posted on There's Strava. There's training wheels on his bike. So. Dude, dude <laughs> Mitch, Mitch can tell you. But I put it on Strava, and I, and I literally said this might be my worst ride since I first started riding mountain bikes. I it saw was, that. Was I was awful. just like, I have no context to this. Like, I don't know what he meant yeah, there. But we, I saw that. Yeah, we, we went to the, one of the local parks and just had a blast but it was just i had plenty of falls it was just embarrassing did you have a blast yeah, like I mean, you were on the ground more than you were riding <laughs> i thought he was going down the hill for sure at one point he was just <laughs> i literally was haha ha, ha, mitch funny going downhill haha ha, hilarious ah, ah, yeah, yeah. money mitch is real funny yeah <laughs> that's not really his forte though <laughs> so that's okay yeah stick stick to tech buddy stick to that. <laughs> muted <laughs> see that was good Yes, that was because we're funny. Yeah, oh well, yeah. <laughs> He's had to get his feet back under him. That was that was it. Oh my god! Just gosh, like you, because you kept falling off your dude. Bike. It was bad. He literally he was behind me, and I and Mitchell is noticeably, no, sorry, notably a better mountain biker than I am because he is like the perfect body type for it. And he's he puts me ahead of him going down this this stretch that's all downhill, and it's fun. It's just that I don't take it as fast as he does because I'm scared as shit going off the jumps. And so he and he's behind me at, at probably the biggest jump. He goes, "Go fast, go fast, go fast!" And I was like, 
oh, and I, and I literally, I sent it off and I sent it off into the berm on the side of it, hit it, bounced off it and then landed back on the ground. It was sloppy, dude. I'm just imagining like a rag, yeah. a giant rag doll yeah. flying through the yeah. air. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, dude, I got back up. I go, Mitch, don't tell me to go fast. <laughs> I can only imagine the argument that started there between you two. <laughs> it was when bad. he gets mad, he like throws inanimate objects. Oh, I know. So he like tosses his bike and stuff. <laughs> and there was a guy going past who was just dying laughing at him because he was just beating the tar out of his bike. <laughs> there was one. I, I think it was actually that same ride where I remember I flipped the rock down the hill. Yeah, he just yeah. throws. I, 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 hit, I hit this big rock that was unnecessarily in the way of sure, my mountain biking course. ride. Yeah, how dare it be in the path? Yeah, and so I picked it up and just tossed it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, just this ooga anytime, anytime you and I go around a lake, like we have to throw rocks. Into oh it. yeah, that's like, it's best. just it's just how it works. It's the best part of it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if there's ice on a lake, like we're walking on it, we're stupid. Well, yeah, but if, we're gonna if do we that. fall through, like. So I guess this, just this whole stay, point is just come just, back up. Just yeah, yeah just, just get go out of back the, water. the hole. Yeah. It's not hard. <laughs> this whole point is just defining masculinity and our our thoughts of just throwing rocks just and being a little boy. You know, yep. like not, <laughs> never never letting the little boy die. Make sure you never grow up, hey, gentlemen. Hey, that could be that's a good topic right there. Never Actually, let the little boy die. Maybe yeah. maybe we'll bring something back up with that. That's yeah, good. yeah. But anyway, our uh, our topic today. You know, getting off of our tangent there, guys. Sorry about that. Um, falling off the tangent just like you fell off your bike. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have told you about this. <laughs> um, but our topic today, guys, is basically the idea of if one gender wins, both genders lose. And how neither gender is a, a superior you know, person. Neither gender is a, is a superior type of um, you know, sex, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Masculinity, femininity are both important in their own rights, um, and the idea. And we're gonna, we will touch on later on how on the masculinity side of things. Sure. Now, this episode, guys, that does not mean we're ignoring the importance of femininity. Absolutely not. It's absolutely very, not. very important. Very important. Yes. Now, femininity. Not femi- f- yes. Yeah. Hit yeah. on that word directly because yeah. yes. femininity is much different than feminism, which we'll right. quickly touch on. But right. we'll probably do a more in depth touch on that in the future. Um, but today, guys, going right into it. And the idea of neither gender is superior. Mm-hmm. So what we mean by that is both genders bring something <laughs> to the table. When it many comes things. To, many things sure. to the table. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to men, a good example is physical strength. Mm-hmm. A good example is leadership in a household. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to women, a good example. Usually, you, touch on that for a second. Usually more naturally a leader. is yes. just kind of in our biological makeup. Not saying women can't be, but just... Yeah. More more often than not, it's more natural yep. for a male. Now, if he acts on that, that's something completely 100%. different. Yeah, and I want to touch on the idea of leadership when it comes to that, too. I think a mm-hmm. lot of people hear leadership in the household, and they think the man is just, like, cracking a whip oh, around just the house. Controlling everything. And just right, everything right, right, right. is under his thumb. Right. It's like, no, he he just is, like, a figurehead for that. Yeah, a lot yeah, of times. yeah, exactly. Like, he's an important figurehead for, okay, like, you know, if the kids need help, you know, in certain things, a lot of times, like, he can be a final say with that sometimes. For like, sure. When it comes... Because and the biggest thing with that guy is one. This is very one very small thing, but men are very good, and this is part of the boy crisis book I'm reading. Men are very good at holding enforcing boundaries. Mm. So a lot of the times, this is why it's so important to have a mother and father in the household. Because mm. on one side, you know the the wife is and the mother is very important for the empathetic side of things, and sure. they're just very nurturing, very very important for that, especially at a young age. Because a lot of yeah. times, like a, a lot of dudes we know, and they they can be kind of heartless sometimes. Yeah, and definitely. It, and 
that's why it's so important to have a woman to quell that feeling mm-hmm. in you a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the one side, men are really good at enforcing boundaries. So when it comes to being a father, you know, when it says, hey, we're taking your iPad away for a week, that iPad's staying away for a week when yeah. the father's in the household. Now, if it's, it's a single mother, there might be a little bit more leeway with it. After sure. two days, it might come back when she said it was supposed to be a week. Right. And this is a very common find in a lot of the research studies in this book. Again, I'll I'll we'll do an episode where I actually get to quote this book pretty pretty in depth. Um, it's a it's a phenomenal book for mm-hmm. those who don't want to read it. Yeah. Um, but the that's that's a good example because well, and and actually, I want to I want to stay on that for yeah, just one sure. second here as far as the like the setting boundaries in a household with a, a nuclear family compared to possibly a single mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, on the team, I coach, I actually have kind of some experiences with this as far as those two situations. Sure. Um, and, um, the kids with the typical nuclear family, as far as that goes, like you're not seeing them talk back to their parents. Mm. They're not, you're not seeing them cuss again. I'm coaching 12, 12 and 13 year olds, essentially. Yep. You're not seeing those kids cuss or lash out or have too many attitude problems. On the other hand, I've got um, at least one that I directly coach, possibly possibly two, but anyway, it doesn't really matter, that just live in a, a – dad is somewhere else. Dad is sort of in the picture, not really. But anyway, and this kid has a lot of attitude issues. This kid, the way he talks to his mom at times or the way he talks to sometimes even his teammates, luckily hasn't said it to me because I'm not going to put up with that. No, you wouldn't, um, yeah, you wouldn't handle that at all. But – is is very inappropriate and very there's cussing involved at times there's talking back to his mom at times and it's it doesn't cause a bad relationship between them um because like i've seen it and like her and i've actually talked about this a lot but just the way that he talks to her at times is completely different than the players with a nuclear family with both parents involved with a strong dad involved as well there's a massive difference in the attitudes and how they speak to their parents and how they take direction as well and um like it so it's in a way it's kind of cool to see because i get to see it firsthand um and i also know that that's part of my responsibility as a younger coach Mm. that grew up in a great family and still has a great family to pass that on to someone who may not been may not have been as fortunate to have both parents involved directly does that kind of make sense yeah yeah okay i feel like i kind of went in a circle there but as long as it made sense no the circle made sense yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. and um so it just it kind of shows me what what the difference is between you know a a typical family upbringing and a not as typical and it's what you it's what you're talking about with Mm -hmm. the boundary enforcement and whatnot exactly that's and that is a great example with my, I mean, speaking for my Mitchell and I's um, father, like he was like the last line of, you know, <laughs> you push it too far. Oh, yeah. This is, w- this is what comes down. Right. You know, whether it's spanking, whether it's, you know, whatever, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, he was the, you want me to get your father? Right. We go, uh, no, we're good. No, we're, <laughs> no we'll. We'll be quiet, mom. Yeah. It's, it's going to be okay. Right. That is that is a good example, a very, actually a very niche example of the importance of that boundary enforcement when oh, it comes for to sure. father. And Because I had the same thing, too. It, yeah, and yeah. I know you did. <laughs> yeah, 100%. And it, it shows in your personality, too, mm-hmm. a lot of times, because mm-hmm. you understand boundaries and that whatnot really well sure. because of that. Um, but that is a good example of the leadership and the importance of leadership when it comes to men mm-hmm. in, that, in that scenario. Um, because, again, we don't want to 
phrase leadership as, you know, he is a dictator and running right. the house or something like that. Right. Because not it's at not. All. Not at it's, all. It's not like that. Because that's it too extreme. Because like there are yeah, households like that or there yes. are families like that. And, like, there's going to be dysfunction in those as well. As well. Yep. Yeah. Without a doubt. And, I mean, it, it can go the opposite way where the woman is leading too much as well. Like 90% sure. of the household as well. And that's sure. that's probably become more common in the past 30 years mm-hmm. or so. Um, but it was definitely less common before that 30 year sure. mark or so. And yeah. I'm wondering if the reason it, it seems to at least have become a little more common is because overall masculinity has obviously taken a hit. So mm-hmm. men are not feeling that responsibility to stay involved in the child's life yep. and stay involved in the family life and whatnot. And they just go around having sex with all these women, having kids with all these women, and then piecing out. Yep. You know? Well, that's a good example of, so male assertiveness is a pretty common trait a lot of males mm-hmm. um, possess. Sure. And good and bad assertiveness. Good, good and bad, yeah. 100%. Yeah. But the good type of assertiveness is, you know, the ones where he actually can make decisions. Mm-hmm. He can be a, a strong man. He can lead in certain sure. ways and the woman respects that. Sure. Now, with the low testosterone epidemic we've talked about, mm-hmm. that's where it kind of wraps around to you know, a low T guy is much less assertive. Definitely. They, they really don't have like a protective instinct a lot of the times mm-hmm. because of the fact that their, their testosterone is lower. Sure. And that's, that's, the, that's the endocrine system. That's your hormones. That's, right. how, that's how it works. That right. affects how you, how you perform. And what's so funny about what you just said there is the way just social media and the media has tried to portray masculinity. Like it would say that you are some like crazy far right, right wing, like, conspiracy theorist guy but like it's just a a scientific matter here is what Mm -hmm. we're talking about as far as low testosterone like that's not a that's not a political statement but it's just funny how social media and the media have have curated that to be a political point when it's really just a a scientific fact without a doubt you know without a doubt and i mean and and that's a good example of when it comes to scientific facts that's been a pretty common thing that we see ignored a lot of the times because the scientific fact is also the differences between men and women. Right. It's that biological predisposition that Mm -hmm. we even talked about before the episode, Mm -hmm. because again, as much as we want to say like, you know, men and women are the same in every, every way possible. That's not a true statement. Right. Does that make them less equal? No, no, not absolutely not. Right. But it does make them a different type of human being. Yeah. Without a doubt. Both men and women. Like it's not, and it's not saying one is better or superior to the other. One is inferior to the, like it's not at all. Yep. They're just different. Without (laughs) without a doubt. And they, they bring different things to the table. This is why it's so important to even talk about that because like you just said, with a nuclear family and with a mother and father in the household, Mm -hmm. if you get the good, good and the, from the dad and then the good from the mom and you combine those two things it ends up being really, really good for the children. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Are there the small percentage? I mean, really small percentage of kids who turn out rough from sure. whatever. I mean, sure. you show like single mother mother households without the father in it, for example. Mm-hmm. They're what, 20 times more likely to be in poverty. They're, you know, 10 times more likely to be in prison. They're mm-hmm. eight times more likely to have a child out of wedlock. That type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Those type of statistics mm-hmm. pop up. Mm-hmm. And I might be lowballing those actually for that matter, which... You know, like that's pretty scary. Right. That's a pretty scary side because it shows like when you don't have a solid mother and father in the household, that's what happens. Again, that's that's part of the attack on masculinity as well that mm-hmm. we talk about and why that's happened. But I think I think it's I think it's massive to even point this out. And the reason we even point this out is because we think on our side we want to be strong fathers as well. Exactly. So if if we're we're not just speaking this and you know gonna 
go get milk, so to speak, or whatever. Right. Go to the store and get milk and disappear. Yeah. Milk. Milk. Gosh, we're going to do this again. Milk. <laughs> <laughs> I can't change my accent. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that's the truth. Like, you and I, one of our biggest goals in life is to be a good father. Exactly. To be a good husband. Yeah. So it's like we're talking on this because we know how big of a deal it is for men to be this. Mm-hmm. And then you so, show, again, here, here we go back to the bio, biological predispositions as well. And, you know, really wanting to lead a family and want to and want to have a family and want to, you know, build strong children, sons, daughters, whatever. Again, you got to understand as well, when it comes to son and daughter, there is a difference because we go to the biological predispositions where men are in fields that have the highest mortality rate, you know, which means workplace deaths have the most likely chance of you passing away on the job. Mm-hmm. Oil rigs, working on windmills. Um, military con- would probably fit into military that. Military 100% yeah, fits yeah. in that. Um, construction work is another one. Mm-hmm. Um, those four are a good example of it. Now, there's obviously way more First than that. First responders. First responders. Yeah. Oh, those fields are overwhelmingly populated by men. For sure. Over 90% of them at, sure. the, at the minimum. Like mo- I think firefighters are like 93%. Um, I believe uh, when it comes to oil rigs, it's like 98 to 99% mm-hmm. of, of, of them are men. So, And that's one of the top mortality rates. I mean, underwater welders would be another example oh, yeah. of that. It's a pretty specific career, but right. that's 98 to 99% men. Sure. So there's, there's another aspect of that where that shows the importance of masculinity in this scenario too. Mm-hmm. And again, we're talking about the masculinity thing. We're not saying, oh, femininity is not important. That's not what we're saying. We've already clarified that we yeah. believe it is very, very important. Yeah. Yes. Because, because I feel like we have to clarify it because that's... <clears throat> oh, I, for sure. It, like every right. single second we talk about it, it's like, oh, like what about femininity? It's like, right. stop. We're talking about masculinity here right. and the importance of it. We're also two dudes. It, yeah. If we want to bring up the femininity side, we will have a female we, guest. We'll, on. we'll have a female guest. And, on. and we will and, do that. And, and we will do that. It's just that, And we have talked yeah. about doing that. Like and we and we have done that. Exactly. You know? Um but that shows the importance of men because a lot of times men are also willing to sacrifice their lives a lot more too mm. for causes like the military. Sure. There's a good example for sure. causes like first responders. Mm. A lot of times they'll put themselves in harm's way to then go and save others. Mm -hmm. So that shows the importance of why we even touch on masculinity. And it's not saying either gender is superior again, why we wanted to phrase that, but there is been, there has been a noticeable hit and a noticeable attack in the media, um, in society, et cetera, on the idea of masculinity, because most of the time you hear the word toxic be put in front of it, Mm -hmm. um, which is a very rare scenario because and for some reason, it's been related to school shooters a lot of times, which I don't know why, because none of the school, all the school shooters look like they have about 20 nanograms per deciliter of test in their yeah, entire right. body. And that's about it. So or they're, they're trans people, and we're not talking about or that. Or they're trans people. I mean, literally, though. I mean, yeah. I mean literally, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. it's true, though. Or they yeah. try to label them as far right, and if you actually look into these people, they are they're, far, far left. They're really, yeah. like, really again, far, that's, really far you know, left. We're not, we're not going to talk about that. No. We're, yeah. Breaking right. news episode. Breaking news. <laughs> Again, we could touch on that for yeah, hours, but yeah. I mean, yeah, so that's, that's where we're kind of going with this guys is mm-hmm. the importance of masculinity in the equation. Mm-hmm. And again, like we talk about when it comes to femininity, we talk about the em- empathy. We talk about yeah. nurturing. We talk about caretaking. Uh, we talk about emotional intelligence in general. Yeah. Women yep. tend to have a lot more of that. Sure. Which is the important, why, that's why they're better at, to be social workers. A lot of times like yeah. on, on high on average, they're, they're social workers, mm-hmm. nurses. They're much they're much more likely to be a nurse. Right. Now, again, that it's not saying men can't be nurses, as no, we, of as course we pointed out. Yeah. Um, because I actually am friends with a couple of men. I, I am as myself. well. Yeah. One of my best childhood friends is one. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the thing is, like, 
that's another empathetic job. Yeah. So absolutely. it takes a certain it, it takes a certain type of man as well and, in a way and, too. And yeah. Exactly. And if you're a male and you're a nurse, we're not saying you have low testosterone either. <laughs> we're just saying it's a, a uh, predominantly pre- yes, female predominantly field. female dominated field. Yeah. Yep. Pre- <laughs> I de- definitely just repeated myself. But yes. That's all right. Yes. Yeah. But you get the point anyway. And yeah. And exactly, you're exactly right. And the, the reason we bring all this up, guys, he kind of touched on it a second ago, but I wanted to kind of re-bring it back up. This is our goal, you and me, us three here. You know, obviously we are only in our young 20s. You know, we haven't done much yet. We're not fathers. We're not married. Mm. But these are the things that we strive to be, which is why we want to talk about them with you guys and 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 talk about our thoughts on the process and, and give an insight into our process and as to why we want to have the Building Brotherhood meetings and, and continue to grow that group because we want to build up a strong community of men. And that's not to be just dominant men and just, you know, just being in control of everything, being dictators of everything, but but bringing back mm. all of these qualities that we were preached to as kids, all three of us, because we grew up in wonderful families with with discipline, with boundaries, with rules, and, and whatever else that we've covered here. But... Mm. But also the side of things where there's freedom too, you know. It wasn't just you know strict, strict, strict. Like that we all had freedoms as well as as young as young kids. And there's also an aspect of that where you have to experience things for yourself to learn lessons as well. Not the point of the topic here, but still. Um, so we invite you guys, especially you young men, to to take all this into account and really listen to what we're saying. We are not hating on women. We are not hating on femininity, but something like feminism where they're trying to mm-hmm. portray women Beautiful. either as men or as better than men, that's when it causes issues. And that's exactly why he said at the very beginning, when one gender wins, both lose, I believe is how you yep. said it. Is that right? Yeah, yep. exactly. So and that goes for either males goes for winning either or way. it goes for females winning. Exactly. Which, right, which right now, again, that's why we said this the last 30 years, feminism, women have been mm-hmm. winning. And then, right. and then both genders have been losing because yes. of that. Yes, yes, exactly. Marriage, the, marriage rates right. are lower. Divorce rates are higher. Mm-hmm. Childbirth is lower. That poverty. That poverty's lo- are higher. Right, right. Doesn't seem like a win to me. Exactly, exactly. All of those things are L's. Mm. But, um, you know, again, it, it goes both ways here. So, so, guys, we just invite you to join us on this journey of, of becoming that kind of a man, becoming that kind of a leader, and searching for a feminine woman to complement those things mm-hmm. on our side of things. So, again, that's why we really just talked about the masculinity side of this. That's why we talked about just the male side. Um, you know, we don't want to speak on the, on the femininity side too much because we don't, we're not females, you know? A big thing with um, that building brotherhood group is mm-hmm. accountability. Exactly, that as well. Um, that's a big thing that a lot of men lack is when you're not held accountable by your peers. Yeah, Um you're going to do stuff that that is most likely not responsible. Right. And that's why he said, you know, crime rates go up for yep. those those kids and you mm-hmm. know, you find yourself in poverty and jail um in gangs, you yep. know, stuff like that. Their, their anger rates are shown to be a lot higher, yeah. especially young men that grow up under single mothers. Right. Their anger rates are shown to skyrocket. And that's another another um proven example of my situation that I talked about earlier with my teen. This kid has attitude issues. He has anger issues. He he lashes out at times. When he's not like that, and when he when he really gets behind me and my other coach, you know, who we are trying to lead these kids, like you see a huge difference in it, you know. And that's not the, that's not a hit on his mom either, because his mom she works her ass off. I I know her really well, and again, we've talked about all this, 
and uh, she does a phenomenal job, but there's still an aspect in the boy's life that mm-hmm. is lacking. This that's actually right there. That's a perfect like call out point to, you know, those of you that might have been raised by a single father, single mother, mm-hmm. divorced parents, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like a call to you guys as well to stop the cycle there. Yeah, exactly. Stop the cycle at that point right there. Find a good wife. Find mm-hmm. a good mother for your for yourself. Yeah, and build an amazing family. Yeah, give an amazing amazing life to your kids. Mm-hmm. That's like a call to you guys as well. Like, yeah, sure, you guys might have grown up in in broken homes in mm-hmm. quotations, so to speak. Mm-hmm. So what? So rebuild it. Yeah, rebuild that rebuild foundation it with you. Yeah, a hundred percent. And we even had that situation in our in our first meeting. You know, we had a couple yep. guys. We that, had two guys who were married. We had guys that were at children. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. But but two guys that also grew up without a father figure in their yes. in their in their life. And I told them that night, like, you have a tremendous opportunity to to flip that script, just like what you just said there. And I think that's really, really important. Oh, it's it's massively important. That Absolutely. is such a huge way to build respect right there. The cycle ends here. Yeah. And once you end that, I mean that is such a massive thing to respect and, right. and give respect to that man. Right. Yeah. No, 100%, guys. This was uh, an action-packed episode. Um, Mitch, at the end of every episode, will ask us a Q&A question that is submitted by you guys, the listeners, or the viewers. Um, bang, I forgot to mention that again. We are on YouTube. We are mm-hmm. on YouTube. Um, so you guys can submit questions in the comments there, or you can email them to us at extrications at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Mitch, do your thing. What are ways to improve emotional intelligence? Find a feminine woman. <laughs> it, this this is tough though. This yeah. is this is really tough because in my ex, in my experience, I mean, and I'll talk on my journey of developing more and more because you know I, I feel like I've been decently successful with it, but at the same time, like you just said, like this is why we mentioned that women are better at it. Like, yeah. I mean, and side that, note, this question is kind of coming from the man's perspective, right? Because we're all men. So how right. how can we improve yeah. our emotional intelligence as men yeah it, sure. it, it, it's tough um because truthfully i feel like my emotional intelligence actually took a hit um through dating the wrong women mm. because i and i felt more heartless off of that mm. um because and and honestly maybe i should phrase it this way like my emotional intelligence took a hit but i needed that hit to then reshape it mm. in a way yeah um you have to learn from experience. Is yeah. Basically what you're saying. It, I, honestly, like the best way I've, I've found to develop emotional intelligence is communicate with those around you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I communicate with you as much as possible. Cause yeah. you know, like my communication has gotten better as we've, as we've been doing this longer yeah. and longer. I feel like can't get much um, worse. I can tell you. Well, that. yeah, it's, yeah. They're, <laughs> if, it, if it gets much worse, I'm not gonna respond to you for weeks oh, on end or God. something like that. Yeah. That would just, um, just zero business. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, uh, we meeting this date. Nope. <laughs> No, we're not. We're not. Uh, I didn't hear. So I'll yeah. see you in a couple of weeks, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, in reality, like when either when, whenever it comes to either friends, when it, whenever it comes to women, um, communicating with them is what I've found to be best. Because mm-hmm. if, if if you can understand, like, did I did I make you feel this way? Especially with women, like, because sometimes, like, you know, our, our actions as men, we don't really realize that they made an f- a certain effect on sure. the woman were either dating, talking to whatever. Yeah. Um, I definitely haven't. I've, or the I've, severity of the action. It was severity. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it, it's, right. it's tough because you know, you we're not mind readers either. So we, we can't really tell a lot of times if we made a negative impact in some way. Mm-hmm. And we, sometimes we accidentally do that. Sure. Um, so I found that sometimes like, okay, I can tell, I, I, I've gotten better at telling if something's off. Mm. Um, so, you know, I'll, 
I'll ask like, Hey, are you okay? Like, did I, did I do something to make you feel that way? Yeah. Something like that. Right. Um, at least like check in again. It doesn't have to be like, I bow at her knees or something like that mm. and then ask and beg for forgiveness. Sure. You know, like it, it doesn't have to be like but that. But you're trying but to be a little more proactive there. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's, I, that's probably what I got. I mean, I'll probably have some come off the top of my head as we're talking about it, but yeah. yeah. Um, I think at least for me anyway, because I'm, I'm continuing to try and get better at emotional intelligence. Um, cause it's definitely been something that I've faltered on. Mm. Um, and this is actually something I talk a lot about with, with my team and with the, the guys that I coach both in the gym and on the field, um, just because I see it a lot in them, so I I try to help them out as much as I can. Being you know twelve twelve years older than them, twelve more years of experience, um, trying to help them in in that getting better at this. And I think at least for me, it is controlling the immediate reaction is how I am trying to get better as a man at being or at having better emotional intelligence like if that, that makes sense like because because yeah. you know you know damn well too like you yourself know how prone i have been to quick reactions that quick are quick hits are, yeah. exactly that are typically negative um or or unnecessary you know and it's caused problems you know for or in many different situations for me and so i think that and then you kind of hit on this but taking responsibility as well taking responsibility even when you don't want to like, and I'm not saying unreasonably taking responsibility, no. but taking responsibility, even when it might hurt your ego a bit to do that. And that's extremely hard to do. And for me at times it's come too late. It has still come, but it has come too late. Um, too little, too late type thing. And you know, that's also a tough thing to live with there. And uh, you know, it, that can bring on, a whole world of new emotions of, you know, regret or sadness or anger or, you know, on on the flip side of that, it might bring you some clarity or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then you might be able to solve problems a little bit better. Again, if it doesn't come in time, then sometimes you don't solve those problem properly, problems properly. Um, but all of this revolves around the same thing as you learn from experience. You get better through experience, whether that's something like this or like we've talked about, guys, with, um, you know, trying to get through long rucks or long sessions in the gym like you you right learn from experience yep. you know you you get better by doing it you suck in the beginning and you get better each time you know so unfortunately if it's a relationship situation you know it hurts a lot in the moment and it hurts you know it it hurts you it might hurt the other person you know whatever um, whether that's a romantic relationship a friendship a family relationship um, you know it hurts in the moment but then if you are able to take responsibility or control the initial reaction or take a step back and just breathe for a second sure. and evaluate, then you might be able to work through those things. I like you that. Know? that yeah. Was, yeah. That was really good, dude. Yeah. Emotions are tough, man. Oh my gosh. Like they really yeah. are, you know, and, and again, typically females are more emotional intelligent than males, but I'm sure it's even tough for them just in different ways than us, Absolutely. obviously. Yeah. But, but emotions are just, they're just tough. You never, I don't think, I don't think you're ever going to, be perfect at dealing with emotions. I, I mean, I really don't. If, think. You, if you find somebody, let me know. Yeah, yeah, I, you I too, man. <laughs> I, mean, so, I mean, I haven't found anybody. And yeah, you, you know, like I, I wanted to even like quickly hit on what you said about mm -hmm. you. You kind of said taking unnecessary responsibility. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I like that because you should you shouldn't turn into a, just a simp for like in this in this scenario. Yes, when, when or not. or that yes, one hundred percent. Um, but also. And I think I more meant it in this way is just 
taking responsibility just to get it over with. Just to like get oh, the argument over good. with or something like that. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I screwed yeah, up. You I'm got sorry. It, you got yeah. It. yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that's also taking unnecessary responsibility, but also yeah. be, like being a simp because then you're going to get walked all over. Yeah, yeah, because that's the difference. You shouldn't be just getting walked all over by your woman. Right. Like, which I've honestly, the sad truth is I've probably met a good percentage of dudes where that's the case. For sure. I, it might, I don't know. I wouldn't, I don't, I don't know if it would be a majority, but mm-hmm. it's a good percentage of them that get walked yeah. over by by their woman a lot right, of the times. Right. And the thing is that's that's also not a good thing because you guys should as equals be able to sit down and have these conversations mm-hmm. about emotions, about different conflicts and whatnot. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be that you're just kind of bowing down and, and giving all the power to her. Right. Or the other way around. Or the other way around. Or the other way around. At all. Yeah. And yeah. that's it's tough that's tough to do, man. Like you have to be extremely mature. And I know at yeah. least for myself, I have not always been mature enough to do that. Like I know for a fact, mm-hmm. you know, and that it kind of sucks to have to admit that. But again, like I just said, even when it sucks, like you might have to take responsibility. And and that's that's what I had to do. And that's I mean, what I have to do here. I was gonna say the reason I was even saying this is because I took responsibility in the way like that it got me walked over. Yeah. Yeah. Right. percent Like hundred percent right. that happened. And it just I mean Speaking from personal experience, like you said, mm-hmm. like it just is just it just reps at some point. It's it sounds so funny, but like it's, it's true. It's almost like practice because you yeah. have you have to put yourself in those conversations with your with your with your lady and whatnot. And you right. have, you have to actually try and or your friends and try to solve these situations. Because right. if you don't actually like even attempt to solve a conflict or talk about a certain emotion and whatnot, you're not gonna get better at it. Yeah. Or females, you might have to do this with your man. Yeah. You know, again, there's there's two sides to all this. Um but all in all, like emotions are just a crazy dynamic. They are. Just a crazy dynamic. So, guys, thank you for joining us for season three, episode five. Please continue sharing the show. Okay. Instagram um, makes it super easy to, or I did it again backwards. Spotify and Apple make it super easy to share. No, to Instagram. Instagram. Is part of that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, to share the episodes to your stories and whatnot. So, guys, please do that. Um, it really does help us grow quite a bit. Yep. And, um, you know, we just love seeing our our names and our our podcast being put on other people's stories because we know that you mm-hmm. found some value in the episode and that's yep. really what means a lot to hey, us. Hey, this person mentioned us. It's it's a pretty good feeling. Yeah. See, it's pretty good feeling reading that our notification. Oh, it's 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 awesome. Yeah. And and we always go through, we always make sure to thank you and and you know, just show the love back because guys, we do. We appreciate that so much. Um it's it's also very surreal still, even to this day, you know. Oh yeah. So guys, if you enjoyed this, if you found value, which I know you did, um, if you know someone that might benefit from listening to these things that we just talked about, guys, send this episode to them. Um, send them our way, and we will be happy to help. Yeah. Um, more more nights table to come, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, for sure, like, for sure. And good good in depth ones, and yeah, it's gonna be good, guys. Absolutely, it's gonna be real good. So, guys, until next time, peace and love. Thanks, guys.